Welcome to Ghoul's Night Out with your hostesses, Brandy and Jody. Hey, beautiful ghouls. Welcome. This is Brandy. I'm here with my sister, Jody. Hello. So, yesterday was Jody's birthday, which Boo. is Friday. <laughs> Did you do anything fun? Um, well, I went to work. Oh, yeah. That was fun. <laughs> Not. Um, my friend took me out to dinner. We went to Tecano's Brazilian Grill or something like that. I never heard of it. It's what that pla- it's one of those places where they have like a big um like a salad bar. Yeah. And it's got salad and sides and stuff, but then they bring around meat. Oh. That they cut off the skewer. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was good. Awesome. Really full and came home and went to bed. <laughs> Sounds like a good time to me. That's what we do when we're old. Exactly. You know. Yeah, that's um that's my food and <laughs> friends and bed that's there you go. <laughs> that sounds great night. to me <laughs> well good well happy birthday from thanks. all your ghoul fans i'm sure thanks uh if you if you want visit our facebook page and wish her a happy birthday i actually did get a lot of birthday wishes oh good yesterday. good good okay so this week I'm kind of all over the place with my facts and stories because I'm having some trouble with it. So <laughs> so I'm going to start with my favorite one, which cracks me up. A butt is a real unit of measurement for a cask of wine. So a butt load... <laughs> Is about 108 imperial gallons. I didn't know that was an actual thing. <laughs> I say that all the time and I, I didn't know. know either. <laughs> so yeah, a buttload is actually awesome. about 108 imperial gallons. <laughs> um, earmuffs were invented by a 15-year-old. Oh, cool. Smart kid. Yeah. I love earmuffs. I know, they're the best. Horrible in hats. Horrible. Oh, yeah. You can't wear hats. No. You refuse to wear hats. I look really bad. So I wear earmuffs. <laughs> yes. Earmuffs were invented by a very smart 15-year-old. Uh, blood curdling isn't just an expression, but research has shown what that watching horror movies can increase a certain clotting protein in our bloodstreams. Hmm. So blood curdling that's interesting is actually a thing oh. which ew <laughs> <laughs> um at the wife carrying world championships in finland first prize is the wife's weight in beer oh my gosh that's awesome <laughs> i would love that prize Sign me up. Mm, I wouldn't. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, well, as long as it's a good beer. I don't want, like, Coors Light or <laughs> shitty beer. No offense, Coors Light. I know you're listening. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, next one. Some female sharks store sperm after mating, potentially holding it for years before they're ready to reproduce. Ew. Which I think that's hilarious. Wouldn't that go bad? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, I know 
human sperm only lives a certain amount of time. Yeah. But apparently, shark sperm can be held for years. Huh. Which is interesting. Ew. It is, Again, yes, ew. it is gross. But I think that's hilarious because they're like, huh, I'm going to save this. <laughs> and you can just take off. Ten years later. from now, oh, you're going to be getting a call <laughs> getting child support. <laughs> Oh, I don't. I don't know. After years, I would forget that that was there, wherever they hold it. <laughs> Be like, oh shit! I was supposed to do. Like, something. I forgot about this. <laughs> Ew. Okay. <laughs> Braces go all the way back to ancient Egypt. In fact, archaeologists have found several mummies with crude metal bands wrapped around their teeth. Huh? Isn't that weird? That's cool. I know. We were always been smart. You need a pillow. Yes. All right. Oh, this guy. There was a third Apple founder. Ronald Wayne sold his 10% stake for $800 in 1976. What now? There was a third Apple founder. His name is Ronald Wayne, and he sold his 10% stake for $800 in 1976. Oh, Apple. Apple. Not like the kind you eat. No. Okay. I like was confused. The multi billion dollar what an company. Idiot. Oh my God. You know he is kicking himself in the ass. He is so pissed. Fuck right yes. Now. Eternally pissed. Yes. <laughs> Forever. <laughs> I would be too. Marie Curie remains the only person to earn a Nobel Prize in two different sciences. Which, fucking badass. Uh, Plants have ways of communicating with each other. The scent of freshly cut grass, you know, the the smell we love so much. Yes. The equivalent of a cry for help. Aw. That's so sad. I'm still cutting my grass. Yeah. And it still smells good, but (laughs) aw. Poor grass. (laughs) Unless it can cry for help when I can hear it. Sorry. That would be terrifying. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Joe's cutting his grass. (laughs) Distant screams. (laughs) All in the summertime. (laughs) That would be horrible. My God. (laughs) Everyone would have gravel in their front yard. Yeah, no shit. People would be like, I am not cutting my grass. That is horrifying. (laughs) <laughs> maybe that's why lawnmowers are so loud yeah, maybe to cover, cover the screens <laughs> okay lego has an underground vault with every set ever made oh my gosh that would be awesome to see the thing has got to be huge yeah because, I mean, they're coming out constantly, Oh, too. yeah. All the time. Yeah, crazy. For years. Yeah. Like, years and yeah. years. Decades. Um, <laughs> this one. <laughs> Bedding was such a luxury in the Middle Ages that blankets and sheets were written into wills. <laughs> what? Bedding. <laughs> oh, I th- what you said betting like betting oh no 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 bedding <laughs> bedding like blankets and okay. sheets okay so wow yeah you're like well there's only a few stains but 
Randy can get these. (laughs) 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 Sloughing off skin in my sleep on these for 10 years. But here you go. I'm dead. (laughs) I just died on it. But (laughs) just throw it in the washer. It'll be okay. (laughs) That's so horrible. Because you know they did everything on those. They died. They had babies. Yes. They did everything. Oh my God. Here's my death sheet. (laughs) Congratulations. Damn. I know you had your eye on these. (laughs) So I gave them to you. Okay. In 1953, Swanson had 260 tons of frozen turkey left over after Thanksgiving, so they packaged them with trays and peas and potatoes, and the TV dinner was born. Oh, that's cool. Well, like, they could have given that frozen turkey to needy people, but I'm not judging. (laughs) I'm not judging. But TV (laughs) dinners... That means you didn't have to cook. Oh, yeah. Okay. Then it's forget. All is forgiven. <laughs> because <laughs> lazy. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, huh? Is understood in all languages. Oh, yeah. So, huh? <laughs> okay, this is amazing. And it just shows how amazing our bodies are. Sleep literally cleans your brain. During slumber, more cerebrospinal fluid flushes through your brain to wash away harmful proteins and toxins that build up during the day. Is that cerebral? uh, No. It's cerebrospinal. C-E-R-E-B-R-O-S-P-I-N-A-L. Cerebrospinal. So it cleans out your brain? Yeah. That's cool. It flushes through the brain to wash away harmful proteins and toxins that build up during the day. So, because I've heard that if it, it could be very, very bad for you if you don't sleep. Yeah, you get you get insane. And yeah. you your brain starts doing crazy shit. Yeah. So, yeah, your brain literally so needs So, my brain is very healthy. <laughs> It's a very healthy brain. Very, it gets washed often. Yes, yes, it Not does. dirty. It's very clean. <laughs> well, most of the time. I was going to say, where'd your dirty sense of humor come from? Because I heard that. I don't that. know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, we both have the um, humor of 12-year-old boys. So, I do it too. Um Speaking of, Beaver College changed its name to Arcadia in 2001 in part because anti-porn filters blocked access to the school's website. (laughs) Beaver College! (laughs) Plus, most people probably didn't want to admit that they go to Beaver College. I know, right? Be like, yeah, we're the... Man, I don't want to hear the stupid jokes. We're the fighting beavers. (laughs) 
fighting beavers i bet that's what their mascot was probably that's scary okay when it comes to wine an aroma similar to cat pee is considered a good thing ew i know right ew that's gross i know um can we say anal Beethoven went out of his way to ensure his morning coffee was made with exactly 60 beans per cup. Oh. Dude. Okay. Chill the fuck out. Beethoven. If Good I was music. his wife, I'd be like adding some, <laughs> taking some away. I wonder if he would even notice. Probably. Or maybe he counted them himself. Oh, that's what it sounds like. Yeah. That's crazy. But I'd be like taking a handful and throwing it in there. <laughs> <laughs> Making him keep recount it. <laughs> be on Isn't the that's side. Why I'm not married. <laughs> be on the side like 16, 34, 5, 25. He'd be like, fuck, God damn it, shut up. <laughs> hey, Guitar, I'm still married and I fuck with everyone. <laughs> okay. According to a Japanese study, looking at cute animal pictures can boost your focus. Really? So if you're having a hard time at work, just take five and look at some cute animals. Yeah, and then get in trouble and Five minutes? People suck. Okay. (laughs) Stuck inside on rainy day in 1816, writers Mary Shelley, Piercy Shelley, Lord Byron, and John Polidori challenged each other to a scary story writing contest. Mary came up with the idea for Frankenstein and published it two years later at the age of 20. Wow, that's cool. Another badass woman. Yep. Next one. In 1907, an ad campaign for Kellogg's Corn Flakes offered a free sample of cereal to any woman who could wink at her grocer. (laughs) Okay. What the fuck? Um, <laughs> and a free sample of cereal for that? I mean, <laughs> it's, it's stupid. I, okay. Okay. The original title for Scream was Scary Movie. Hmm. Which, wasn't that the spoof that they made yeah. years later yep. called Scary Movie? Yep. <laughs> this I one. Scream. The first one. Oh, yeah. It was freaking hilarious. It was awesome. It was. Loved it. Man. Matthew Lillard. I know. <laughs> My pants are going to be so bad. It's like, you think? Really? That is exactly what any 17-year-old yeah. would think. And that is the funniest <laughs> shit. It was great. Oh, it was awesome. I know. Oh, my God. And I think that was the first time in a horror movie where they had someone famous that died in the first few minutes oh drew barrymore yeah yeah that was awesome because you know she was one of the catches to get you to come see the movie exactly and then she fucking died yeah, in the first scene it was awesome yeah it was the great. other awesome movie i can't remember what it was called but it's the one where the shark comes up and eats samuel l jackson oh my god <laughs> um like ll cool j was in that movie it was i know exactly what you're talking about but i don't remember which movie that was that was what i mean i actually gasped <laughs> you yeah. know i it takes a lot to yeah to get a reaction out of me and I, that, I, know I was like oh my gosh <laughs> that's hilarious yeah this one is great when pirate richard worley captain of the new york's revenge captured his second ship he named it the new york revenge's revenge 
He's so original. He'd be like, hi, now the perfect name for my second ship. The New York's Revenge is Revenge. No people would be like, his crew standing there like, uh. You okay, dude? He's like, it's a good name, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Please don't make us walk the plank. They're like, oh, yeah, New York's Revenge, Revenge. Yeah, yeah. Sounds great. Right, guys? Right? Yeah. Okay. It's illegal to own only one guinea pig in Switzerland because they get lonely. That's true. Aw. Remember when I had Peyton yeah. uh, got guinea pigs? Yeah. You had, well, we didn't have to, but I read up on them oh, before yeah. we got them, and they are social creatures. Aw. So they wouldn't do good with themselves. Aw. They get lonely. Yep. Of course, one of the ones that we had had a baby and ate it. <gasps> but, no. you know, that's... It was the grossest thing ever. Ew! I could not. I, I, that's. I had to have my friend come over and get him out <laughs> of the. Ca- I couldn't. Oh my god! There was blood. Yeah, no, Ew. I couldn't do it. No. Oh Mm-mm. god, no! Okay. It was horrible. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. In Queensland, Australia, it's illegal to own a pet rabbit unless you're a magician. That is mean because rabbits are adorable. And I'm not a magician. I have a rabbit. Cleopatra had a special lipstick made for her consisting of crushed mixture of ants and deep red carmine beetles. Ooh, beautiful. Sounds chunky. Ew. (laughs) Ew. (laughs) That's something they don't convey in the photos. Paintings from that time is the chunky lips. Got a leg sticking out there and a antenna on your top lip. <laughs> Instead of lipstick on your teeth, you got legs on your teeth. To be like, oh, Cleopatra, you got just something, just right. You got like a leg, <laughs> tooth. Ew. I think it's still moving. <laughs> One of those like residual twitches. <laughs> Ew. Okay. <laughs> In the late 1800s, residents of Corinne, Utah, uh, could buy divorce papers from a vending machine for two dollars and fifty cents. Hmm. Convenient. Yes. 18% of Americans claim to have seen or felt the presence of a ghost. How many? 18%. Hmm. I thought it'd be more. I thought it would be two. But that's, I mean, that's still a pretty big number, probably. Mm. <clears throat> Blue whales weigh up to twice as much as the largest dinosaur. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. That is why I will never even look at the ocean again. No. I, no. I'm done with the ocean. That is one of the scariest places ever. Yeah, because we don't know. Yeah. You don't know. No. Mm-mm. Oh, my God. And it's... Oh, my God. I just... It gives me the willies just thinking about yeah. it. Oh, my God. Okay. No cruises for us. No. The word dude originated in the 1800s as an insult to men overly concerned with the latest fashion trends. <laughs> so, dudes were like Metro... Oh. sexuals now man buns yeah yeah 
Like, look at that dude over there. He's all fashion. <laughs> now we're all like, dude! I know. <laughs> My have we changed since the 1800s? Well, that's a good thing. <laughs> well, sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. The first use of Google as a verb in pop culture was on Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, really? Yeah. I love that show. I know you do. Before he became president, Abraham Lincoln was wrestling champion of his county in Illinois. He fought in nearly 300 matches and lost only one. Wow. He's such a badass. I have such a big crush on Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> you said that before. I do. It's so disgusting. And he, I just, I can't even, oh my God, but he is hot. I can't <laughs> help it. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just not even going to comment on that. Okay, I'm going to move on. Just, yeah. A black cat crossing your path from right to left is considered good luck in Germany. Huh. That's very interesting. But it has to cross from right to left, apparently. So specific. So specific. It's Germany. Mm -mm. Very tight rules there, I guess. I have no idea. I've never been. I don't either. There is a five-story blood-red waterfall in Antarctica. There's pictures, and you can see it, and it's creepy Ooh. i think there's like some sort of iodine or something in the water and yeah. it's tur it turns it red it's creepy because there it's like surrounded by snow oh it's like oh i bet that's cool it, yeah it's cool yeah you can look up pictures i'll try and remember to post you know somewhere <clears throat> excuse me this one's hot george washington only had one tooth remaining <laughs> in his mouth when he was sworn in as president in 1789 <laughs> Do you remember the dollop story about George Washington? His wooden teeth? Yes. yes. <laughs> oh, my God. The funniest one I ever heard was about the cheese in the um, in the White House. The original White... Like, not the White House now, but what used to be the White House. Mm -hmm. They they delivered an insane amount of cheese. This, um, this one farmer, I think from Wisconsin delivered all this cheese and they refused to throw it away and it was just in the white house for years Ew. and it's the funniest dollop that they did i, I want to listen to it again remember that one. Oh my gosh it's hilarious it's hilarious i love gareth and dave <laughs> okay and my last one beauty and the beast was the first animated film to be nominated for best picture and it lost to silence of the lambs oh so those were my facts for the week all right well i've got a little extra this week i found this i think it was on facebook or something okay so my little extra thing that i did was the weirdest town names in all 50 states okay so first one is scratch ankle alabama scratch ankle chicken alaska <laughs> catfish paradise arizona Oh my gosh. Toad Suck, Arkansas. <gasps> no! <laughs> Mormon Bar, California. <laughs> Parachute, Colorado. Moose Up, Connecticut. Moose Up. Flea Hill, Delaware. Spuds, Florida. <laughs> Flippin' Georgia. <laughs> Going to Flippin' Georgia. <laughs> That's funny. Volcano, Hawaii. Beer Bottle Crossing, Idaho. Chicken Bristle, Illinois. <laughs> Santa Claus, Indiana. Oh, yeah. What Cheer, Iowa. 
That's weird. Yeah. Skitty, Kansas. Skitty. <laughs> Skitty. That's what I eat with Parmesan cheese. Oh, Skitty. Skitty, Skitty. Skitty? Skitty. Pig, Kentucky. <laughs> Waterproof, Louisiana. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you think it ever rains there? <laughs> it must. It must not. It's waterproof. <laughs> Bald Head, Maine. That's funny. Accident, Maryland. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> This is where I want to live. Satan's kingdom in Massachusetts. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> Free soil, Michigan. Free soil. Little Canada, Minnesota. <laughs> Possum Neck, Mississippi. <laughs> Frankenstein, Missouri. Oh, that's awesome. Big Sag, Montana. Big Sag. That's weird. <laughs> Worms, Nebraska. <laughs> Jackpot, Nevada. Duh. Yeah. Dumber, New Hampshire. Oh my god, no. <laughs> Foul Rift, New Jersey. <laughs> Pie Town, New Mexico. Ooh, Pie Town. Handsome Eddie, New York. <laughs> oh my god. That's great. Why not, North Carolina? Why not? Zap, North Dakota. Dull, Idaho. Oh, no. Okay, Oklahoma. Boring, Oregon. <laughs> Coupon, Pennsylvania. <laughs> Coupon. Coupon. <laughs> and it's even spelled the same. Oh, my gosh. Wound Socket, Rhode Island. Coward, South Carolina. Oh, no. Plenty Bears, South Dakota. <laughs> Smart with two T's, Tennessee. <laughs> That's ironic. <laughs> Ding dong, Texas. <laughs> Could you imagine living? Where do you live? I live in Ding dong. What if you moved from Smart Tech, Smart Tennessee, to Ding dong, Texas? <laughs> <laughs> Nibley, Utah. <laughs> Mosquitoville, Vermont. Ooh. Fries, Virginia. Fries. Big Bottom, Washington. <laughs> Booger Hole, West Virginia. <laughs> Booger Hole. <laughs> Chili, Wisconsin. Chugwater, Wyoming. Chugwater. That's all. That's all I got. That is fabulous. I love it. That was funny. I like. I think my favorite was Smart Tennessee. I'm gonna go with Booger Hole. On <laughs> <laughs> oh, mine, that's hilarious. <laughs> okay, I did Ghosts of Nebraska. Awesome. Uh, Alliance Theater in Alliance, Nebraska. The the Alliance Theater was built in 1903. Although it was not always a theater, initially it was built as the Charter Hotel, but it was transformed into a theater in 1938. That's an interesting transformation. It is not clear when the paranormal disturbances here began. Perhaps it was during the renovations, but nobody knows for sure. The reports of strange activity have been happening for as long as anybody can remember. Employees of the theater often say that they have seen shadowy figures around the property, and they also hear phantom footsteps in the hall. The owner is 
fairly confident that the building is indeed haunted, but he is sure that it is a friendly ghost. Hmm. He hopes it's a friendly ghost. Yeah. You never know with ghosts. Just like animals. They could rip your face off at any moment. That's right. Ball Cemetery, Springfield, Nebraska. Cemeteries are creepy places anyway, so when you add tales of ghostly activity, it really kicks things up a notch. Not only is this place one of the most haunted cemeteries, it's high on the list of the most haunted cemeteries in the U.S. (laughs) One of the most common reports to come out of the cemetery is the apparition of a tall man who has been known to attack those visiting the cemetery after dark. Oh no. There's also said to be a female spirit here who laughs uncontrollably (gasps) and who likes to tug on people's clothing. That's creepy. It is common for strange anomalies to appear in photographs that are taken here. Oh my gosh, laughing uncontrollably? That's just creepy. That is creepy. Antelope Park in Lincoln. If you visit Antelope Park in Lincoln, you will see a field just behind the caretaker's house. It is here that a number of visitors claim to have seen apparitions walking across the field and disappearing into the woods on the opposite side. However, there is another more disturbing haunting that has been reported on a handful of occasions. There is documented evidence of a man who committed suicide by hanging himself from the swing set in the play area of the park around 20 years ago. That's fucked up. People say that they often get the uneasy feeling of being watched in this area, and people passing by at night have reported strange shadows around that general area. Holy shit, why would you choose that? Why would you do that? Why would you choose that location yeah. to kill your... That's people, horrible. Yeah. people. Say, it's bad enough that you kill yourself, but then to do it where children can find you. Yeah. Ugh. Whatever. Centennial Hall in Valentine. Centennial Hall Museum once housed Valentine Public School and, in fact, is the oldest standing high school building in Nebraska. The school was built in 1897 and is now said to be haunted by the ghost of a former student. The story suggests that in 1944, a girl died in the school after someone poisoned the reed from her clarinet. (gasps) After her death, when the school was still in operation, some of the teachers claimed to see her ghosts in the hallways, and her appearance was often accompanied with a feeling of being unwell. Since the school was converted into a museum, there have been reports of music filtering out of the music room, despite the fact that there have been no musical instruments in the building for years. Oh, that's creepy. Yeah. Poor girl. Who would poison? That's awful. Seven Sisters Road in Nebraska City. Although it is officially called Road L, everyone knows this road near Nebraska City as Seven Sisters Road. It takes its name from a tale regarding seven doomed sisters. The legend states that in the late 19th century, a man argued with the seven ladies, although accounts vary on whether he was their father or their brother. Anyway, the argument led to the man taking each of the seven sisters in turn and hanging them each from a tree on seven different hills along the road. What? The road has now become known as one of the most haunted places in the state since those driving through the area have reported hearing women screaming and it is also common for their vehicles to stall unexpectedly or for the battery to be completely drained of power. There is also a cemetery nearby which adds to the overall creepy ambiance in the area. Oh my god, that's fucked up. Yeah. Barnard Park in Fremont. One thing that Nebraska is well known for is the large number of beautiful parks, one of which is Barnard 
park. It is believed that the reason for this could be that the park was once a cemetery. It is believed that the city relocated the cemetery to create the park, but that some of the bodies may have been left behind by accident. It is said to be these spirits who roam the park at night, the most common sighting being that of a woman who is often seen crying as she wanders the park. Oh, I wonder why. It seems like an awful big undertaking when you move a cemetery. Yeah, I mean, that would be an insane project because there were, I mean, well, depending on how big it was. Yeah. But yeah, that's a lot of shit to move. Concordia University's David Hall in Seaward. One of the types of places that seem to be very common, to be a very common place for hauntings is college campuses. We talked about this last week. It could be the high levels of emotion coming from young people that feeds this paranormal activity. Yeah. It has been claimed that David Hall is haunted by Native American spirits since there were bones from a Native American burial site exhumed during the construction of David Hall in the 1970s. The majority of the ghostly occurrences seem to manifest in the form of showers and other electrical appliances randomly turning on and off by themselves. Well, that makes sense because it wasn't it wasn't because of the college. Yeah. It was because of the land that they built the college on. Yeah. But why colleges in general? That's, I mean, and I guess young people, but I thought that was more like a uh, puberty age kind of thing. Yeah. Not yeah, that's necessarily. When, yeah. Real, I mean, because they're entering adulthood by that time. Yeah. You know, so they wouldn't, I mean, I guess you're still emotional, but. I I would think it would be high school. Yeah. You know, those ages. Yeah, exactly. Very interesting. Bailey House Museum in Brownville. The former home of the Civil War Captain Bailey is one of the crown jewels of Brownville. The stunning home, which now serves as a museum, is said to be haunted by Captain Bailey himself. It has been said that the captain was poisoned to death by a jealous neighbor and that his spirit is now bound to the house, unable to leave the property. Staff and visitors have reported that there are various doors in the building that simply refuse to stay closed and that sometimes at night phantom piano music can be heard drifting through the house. I love that. Phantom piano music is the creepiest shit. It is so creepy. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Platt County Historical Society and Museum in Columbus. Records are somewhat spotty, but it is generally agreed by locals that Platt County Historical Society and Museum is one of the most haunted places in Nebraska. There have been some claims of seeing shadow figures in the building and some regular visitors to the property say that there are also unexplained disembodied voices heard coming out of empty rooms on occasion. I don't like that. No. (laughs) Devil's Canyon, north of McCook. Just a few miles north of McCook, there is an unassuming dirt road which leads to one of the most haunted places in Nebraska. The location is known locally as Devil's Canyon and is said that it is the sire where more... What? I don't understand. The location is known locally as Devil's Canyon, and it is said that it is the sire where, more than a hundred years ago, a man... I bet they meant sight. It must be. That makes much more sense. (laughs) It is said that it is the site where, more than a hundred years ago, a man murdered his wife and children before taking on 
taking his own life. Oh, shit. It is this man who is said to haunt the area, and his ghost is often seen wandering around the area. He is also said to cause cars and other mechanical objects to malfunction in ways that cannot be explained. Holy shit. Blackbird Hill in Decatur. Blackbird Hill is known is named after the grave of Omaha Indian Chief Blackbird, as this is his final resting place. However, strangely enough, it is not his spirit who is purported to haunt here. The spirit who has been seen here is actually believed to be the ghost of a woman who was murdered by her husband after revealing her plans to leave him for an old lover. Her husband was understandably enraged, so much so that he stabbed his wife and then carried her to a nearby cliff where he jumped off into the river beneath them. They both died on impact. It has been said that every year on October 17th, the anniversary of their death, the woman's blood-curdling screams can be heard echoing around Blackbird Hill. That's creepy, and blood-curdling is a thing. Yes, it is. (laughs) Museum of Shadows in Plattsmouth. Plattsmouth. I don't know how you say that. I would, yeah. (laughs) Regarded by many as the most haunted place in Nebraska, it is without a doubt the most haunted museum in the Midwest. Nebraska Historic Landmark from 1880, the museum's three-story building once housed a pharmacy, doctor's office, dentist office, cigar factory, a salon, brothel, and more. The building is extremely active, buzzing with paranormal activity from the past 137 years. It contains hundreds of artifacts, objects, many of which are reportedly haunted. If you visit this eerie location, then you may come face-to-face with apparitions, hear unexplained noises, or you may well be touched by unseen hands. The museum houses two very haunted dolls, Demas and Ada. They're believed to be very active, as recent camera evidence shows. Ooh, creepy. I've never heard of those before. No. That's all I got. Okay. So, like I said, I'm kind of all over the place, so I've just got some creepy stories to tell everybody. So, my first one. Several years ago, when my daughter was just over three years old, my husband and I were watching a TV show about 9-11. It was on or around the anniversary of the event. My daughter, who was coloring nearby, looked up when the screen showed a plane hitting one of the world trade center buildings and she said i died there then she just went back to coloring like she hadn't said a word we had never talked to her about the concept of death and had never discussed 9-11 with her since then she has not said anything else about it but now if something comes on tv about 9-11 she says i don't want to watch this oh i just got chills i know that's so sad so sad uh next one about 10 years ago i was eight I was visiting my dad at his house. My stepmother was in the kitchen, and I was in the family room. We both saw my father wearing a red flannel shirt and blue jeans walk around the corner from the living room and start walking up the stairs. I followed him and called his name as he went upstairs. He turned back and looked at me and got to the top of the stairs and went around the corner. I called his name again, then from the living room, my dad popped his head up over the couch and asked what I wanted. Oh my gosh. He had been <laughs> He had been asleep on the couch the entire time, yet both my stepmother and I clearly saw him wearing the clothes he had on the whole day and 
and all go from the living room upstairs. It was the strangest thing I'd ever seen. Both my stepmother and I still remember it and talk about it to this day. Also, it was broad daylight, so it wasn't some uncanny illusion in the night. Oh my gosh, I hate those that is doppelganger stories. Yes, what the fuck is I that? Don't know. That was from Redditor Gunslinger Bill. My next one, when my older sister was little, like three, she asked my then pregnant aunt to pick her up and hold her. My mom said she was like, she can't pick you up, honey. She has a baby in her tummy. And then my little sister was like, that baby's dead. (gasps) My mom freaked out, but my aunt and grandma were fine and were just telling my mom it was all good. She was a toddler and didn't know what she was saying. Well, lo and behold, my aunt went to the doctor the next day for a routine pregnancy checkup, and the baby was dead. (gasps) Oh, my God. Gives me the willies just thinking about it. How'd she know? I don't know. It's a creepy three-year-old. Oh, that's... (laughs) That was from Redditor Stanley the Manly 44. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) If you have to announce it. Exactly. That's exactly what I was getting ready to say. <laughs> okay, this one, and like I said, I'm kind of all over the place. I got these from several different websites. Um, I don't remember where I got any of these, so sorry. Um, this one's called the Long Long Distance Plan. I'm a telephone sales representative, and at the time of this occurrence, I was uh, marketing marketing a telephone service. I made a sales call to Pennsylvania and stated that I needed to speak to Mr. or Mrs. B. The woman identified herself as Mrs. B, and I continued on with a normal sales call. She seemed very interested and asked a lot of questions, but when I came when I came to the decision-making part. She quickly stopped me, insisting that she had or that I had to talk to her husband. Her objections were the same every time I attempted to close. She explained that she had tried to get him to change phone carriers before, but in her words, he was married to AT&T and refused to make any changes. She also quickly pointed out that since his retirement, he spent a great deal of time fishing and was not easy to get in touch with and would be best to call early in the morning before he left for his favorite hobby. She also indicated that their long long distance bills were getting out of hand because he made lengthy calls to North Carolina and felt the plan would be beneficial to them. On that note, I decided that perhaps this was worth a callback and told her I would call her husband the next day. The next day, I made a call that I will probably never forget. On the callback, the husband did answer the phone. I introduced myself in a normal fashion and explained that I had been talking to his wife the previous day and that she had suggested I speak with him. You can imagine my shock and horror when he distraughtly stated to me, Lady, I don't know who you were talking to, but my wife died and I'm not in any mood to speak to anyone. Oh my God. With that, he quickly hung up the phone. <laughs> Who the fuck was she talking to? I don't know. I just got chills. That was from Mary B. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next one. Dude. <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> Are you calling my cat a dandy? A dandy? Remember your story? Oh, yeah. Are you, are you with the latest f- tr- fashion trends? <laughs> Where's your man bun? <laughs> Is that a thing anymore? Uh, I, I thought not. it was all about beards. 
Well, not they were both the. Have you seen same. the pictures of the guys' beards when they look up? It's the weirdest thing ever. No, yeah, I look that up. It's weird. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Next one. When I was younger, I had an imaginary friend who lived in this massive antique dresser. I vividly remember telling me him telling me stories, although I have absolutely no recollection of what they actually were. I remember one day talking to my parents about it. My dad traveled quite a bit, so he wasn't up to date with what I was into. And when I started telling him about my dresser buddy, he wanted to know his name. It was something innocent like Peter, but I can still see him going white in the face as I told him. I then drew a picture of Peter for him. The very next day, my dad and uncle took out the dresser and burned it. It wasn't until a few years later when I found out my dad's little brother, my uncle, also had the same friend with the same name who lived in the same antique dresser. After a few months of the typical imaginary friend stuff, my uncle started having night terrors and couldn't sleep because of Peter. It got so bad that he had to they had to move him out of his room before he managed to get back to normal. Wow. Holy shit, that's creepy. That was from Tony FX. Uh, Next one. The first time I moved away from home, I lived in an old cabin-like house that I rented really cheap. I never had a good night's sleep in there. I always tossed and turned and woke up several times during the night, but it wasn't until a few weeks uh, after a few weeks things started getting weird. In the beginning, it was just small things that I didn't really think about too much, like missing keys, cups, plates, not being where I thought or I'd left them. Then I started waking up in the morning to find various drawers open and things lying around like someone had been in a hurry searching for something. I even came home to a wide open main door and decided to change the locks. But even then, when I was home with the door locked, I could walk past and just in the corner of my eye see the door slide open. One time I was cat sitting for one of my friend's cats and it would just sit for hours in the middle of the room and toss its tail from side to side and watch as if it was following something around the room with its eyes. It creeped me out. If you can only imagine what I felt like to see the cat slowly following something that floats randomly around the room and finally stop right beside you. After a while, I just could not live there anymore and finally moved out. No That's wonder it was so cake. cheap. Yeah, yeah. It's always a worry when you're moving. Mm-hmm. Uh, next one. A few years ago, my brother would get a call on his cell phone around 2 to 3 a.m. every night. He would answer it, and it was this hellish-sounding noise, like static mixed with screams. Mm-hmm. He changed his cell number after a month of this, and it stopped. Then after a week or so, it began again. The exact same noise, exact same time. Finally, one day, he decided to backdial the call. It was an old man that had no clue what he was talking about. Still, the calls persisted. If he didn't answer, it would call a few more times. No messages were left. He decided to say screw it, ended his contract with his phone company, switched to a new one, and got another new number. You guessed it, the screaming static calls continued after a short delay. By this time, he was terrified every night, unsure of why this was happening. He backdialed the number again and got a different person. Around this time, he lost his job and his phone, and the call stopped, of course. His phone was disconnected now. One day, my mom asked me to listen to this weird message she got on her home phone. It was the static screaming. 
We showed my brother and he was freaking out. He back dialed the number again and it said the number was disconnected this time. Never heard from it again after that. That's weird. That is weird. Maybe it was the the grass outside. <laughs> Someone was cutting their grass. <laughs> It was the ghost of the grass that he had cut. Oh my god, it's creepy. That's why I don't cut grass. Yeah, you guys, just sit on your couch. It'll be fine. Okay, next one. My dad worked at a mental hospital that used to be connected by an underground passage to a nun's home that was now abandoned. He says that one night he was walking down there when he saw a praying nun. He walked by her and said hello, and she did not acknowledge him. My dad does not believe in ghosts, but swears there was a nun down there that night. That is so creepy. Yes, it is. Creepy nun. When I was a kid back at my old house, I had assumed my sister and I were playing in the attic. Sister suggests that I hang out the window for whatever reason. A few seconds later, my dad outside sees me hanging almost fully out the third story window on my own and starts yelling and running, etc. (laughs) After I get pulled back inside, my mom and sister insist that I was alone in the attic for the last hour. Oh my god. And my sister was with my mom the whole time. And my dad had passed my sister on the ground level before heading inside. I assumed at least one of them was lying to me about something certainly more plausible than a ghost trying to kill me. Oh my gosh. (laughs) That's creepy. Next one, when I was a kid, I woke up in the middle of the night to my bed shaking. Normally, I would... that would scare the crap out of me but instead i just kind of i was kind of annoyed i rolled over and muttered stop it the shaking stopped immediately and then the male male's voice right beside me says sorry oh my gosh that's when i freaked out i'm pretty sure my childhood house was haunted could you imagine some ghost like freaking out and be like oh my god what is happening and then she's like cut it out and he's like oh sorry (laughs) Like, oh shit. <laughs> Actually, so bad. Sorry. <laughs> oh god, okay. Next one. When I was about 10, my father and my little brother and I went camping at a nearby site. My mom didn't want to go because she was about five months pregnant and didn't want to be hot and uncomfortable in a tent. Sometime that night, we heard the sound of a baby crying. My dad said it was a cat, but it went on and on. The next morning, my dad got us set up fishing and he walked to a phone. When he came back, he had us pack up and leave immediately. We later found out that my mom had a miscarriage in the night for years it haunted me that that was the baby we heard crying oh my gosh oh my gosh that is creepy these are good stories i know okay (laughs) (laughs) next one lying in bed one night it's pitch black apart from the light creeping under the door from the landing my mom was in the same room as we had only just moved in and she was sleeping on the floor i looked up at the door and it creeps open slowly and an oldish woman peers around the door looks at me and then goes away 
I just thought it was a nightmare and turned around real fast and went under the covers, hoping I would wake up. Then I will never forget my mom whispering to me, did you just see someone peer around the door? Yeah. Safe to say we didn't sleep a wink that night. Mm, I like that. Okay. Uh, next one. Well, my last one. I think. Yeah, my last one. My uncle told this really creepy story about a good friend of his who worked in the canine unit. He was a police officer. Canine officers have to take their dogs home at night. The officer and his wife were having marital issues, and they had been angry with each other. The wife told the officer to put the dog outside, so he did, locked up the house, and went to bed. About ten minutes later, the dog comes into the room and starts bothering the couple. The wife says, I thought I told you to put the damn dog outside. The officer replies, I did. Well, he got back in. So the officer gets up to put the dog back outside. When he reaches the sliding glass door, he sees the dog his dog barking and growling and running around he immediately lets go of the dog in his hand and stands back the dog proceeded to stand on two legs and walk through the glass and disappeared into the night the officer got divorced and his wife admitted that she had seen this demon dog thing multiple times when she was a child (gasps) what oh my god what would you do if your dog <laughs> stood up and walked through the fucking door? I mean, what would you do? I can honestly say I have no fucking idea. Those were my stories. That's, those were good. Thank you. Those were creepy. <laughs> Thank you. I I put a lot of thought into my stories and facts this week because last week was fucking boring. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can't always be good. Yeah, you guys. <laughs> Don't blame us. <laughs> okay, so it's time for the witty wrap up. Yay, witty wrap up. <laughs> um. One of our listeners, Beth, wrote down a suggestion. Um, yes. She wants me to do a witty wrap-up of misheard lyrics. Which is a fabulous idea. I yes. love it. So, I'm planning on doing it within the next week or two. What I want everyone to do is send in any of their misheard lyrics. Yes, so, we all have some. Yes, so... Any song that you thought was, they were saying one thing, but it was really something else. (laughs) I want to know, so write in and let me know what they are. Yes, and any other story that you have. Well, yes. If you're waiting for some strange reason, stop it. (laughs) Ghoulsnightoutpodcast at gmail.com. We want to hear them. Okay, so my friend Chris actually did my witty wrap-up for me this week. Hello, Chris. She says that it was in honor of my birthday. So, she gave me um, funny surprise party stories. That's awesome. Okay. In high school, I was responsible for keeping a friend busy while her parents set everything up at their house for the party. We get back to her house, all lights are off, and she walks through the door and announces, I have to take a huge dump. Lights turn on. Surprise! (laughs) Who says that? Oh my gosh. That's hilarious and embarrassing. (laughs) 
I went out for a romantic dinner with my wife. She was being unusually flirty and turning me on, saying that she couldn't wait to get back home, etc. So we arrive back home. She tells me to meet in the basement where we have our entertainment room and TV while she changes into something for the evening. By this point, I had a big erection. I go down the stairs, start taking off my pants. Surprise! About 30 friends in the basement for an early surprise birthday party. Oh my God. You know, he is standing there with his pants around his knees with a giant heart on. You're like, oh my fucking God. Oh, that poor guy. Oh my God. Uh, okay my friends planned a surprise party for me they sent out a facebook invite with specific instructions for everybody to bring funny hats and surprise me at this local bar then one of them accidentally invited me to the facebook event (laughs) oh that's a bummer My aunt had set up a surprise 40th birthday party for my uncle. Everyone, about 30 friends, neighbors, relatives, were hiding in the basement waiting for him to come home from work. His car pulls up, he runs to the house, everyone yells surprise, and he poops himself. (gasps) Turns out he had the runs that day and really had to poop. Oh my god. We all had to wait until he got out of the shower to have cake. I was nine at the time and couldn't stop laughing. (laughs) Oh my god, that is horrible, that poor guy. It just so happens that he has the runs yes. on the day that he's getting a surprise party. Oh my god. That's horrible. <laughs> poor guy. <laughs> when I was a DJ, the wife planned a 45th surprise birthday party for her, her husband, rented a banquet hall, a lot of food, maybe about 150 people. The husband walked in, people yelled surprise, and he got this shocked look on his face and went off on his wife, accusing her of cheating on him. What? If you can hold this a secret for me, then who knows what else you're doing behind my back. A big commotion after that. I packed up and left. No party. Oh my fucking God, dude. Wow. Low self-esteem. Really? Just trying to do something nice for him. What an asshole. (laughs) Oh my God. My friends, family, and co-workers planned a surprise birthday party for me at my house. In order to give everyone time to get there and get set up, my co-workers had my boss ask me to stay late at work because we might have an emergency project to do tonight. So 5 p.m. rolls around and everyone heads home, really, to my house. (laughs) I sit around, 6 p.m., 7 p.m., finally text the boss that I'm headed out unless she really needs me to stay. Turns out she was supposed to have... She was supposed to have me go home at 5.30 because the project didn't pan out. Since I figure my evening was shot anyway, I head to the grocery store, pick up the dry cleaning, drop off the recycling, etc. I walk in my door around 8.45, 9 p.m. to find all my friends, family, and co-workers drunk in my house. They were all a bit too in their cups to muster a coordinated surprise, but I figured it out. Ended up having a blast. Oh, well, good. (laughs) They're all just waiting around getting drunk. That's funny. My friend's wife threw him a surprise birthday party. He was recovering. I can't read. He was recovering from a horrible car accident and was on crutches and horse-sized doses of Vicodin. 
He walks in and everyone yells surprise and he slowly turns, looks at everyone in his drugged out state and walks right back out without saying the word. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> okay. He's probably like, oh, fuck, I got the wrong hat. <laughs> One time, my mom told me that we were running low on funds so we couldn't have a birthday party and that the best we could do is take me to McDonald's with my friend. We'll call him Jack. We get to Jack's house and mom tells me that he is out at his pool. I walk over to the gate outside and 20 people jump out and are all like, surprise. (laughs) I'm confused. I walk over to Jack and ask him if he's ready to go to McDonald's and my mom had to pull me off to the side and explain it was a surprise birthday party. (laughs) I am not a smart man. my god that's funny a few years back we threw one of my we (sighs) a few years back we threw one for my uncle tommy it was going to be at the elks club where he was vice president we were waiting and they were supposed to arrive at six it got to be 7 30 and we were getting worried Turns out my aunt was taking my uncle to the park for a romantic walk and then she would take him to the club. But they got into this huge fight and he wanted to go home. Eventually, she convinced him to come. The excuse was he left his hat there and it was an expensive hat. She actually had to steal his hat in the middle of the night and drop it off at the club so the excuse (laughs) would have truth to it. When he walked in, he said, yeah, I heard her talking about this three weeks ago. I told the woman I didn't want a party and here we are. Party. He knocked all the presents off the table, punched the cake and left. (laughs) He filed for divorce the next week and moved to Florida. Oh my God. Why did you punch a cake? (laughs) How rude. People might want to eat that. (laughs) People will definitely want to eat that. Oh my God. My buddy who does more judo than people should flipped his girlfriend clean over during a surprise party and broke her arm. He thought she was an intruder. Needless to say, they're married now. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) The person we were throwing a 63rd birthday party for was coming back from a trip with his wife and we, 50 plus people, were in the backyard with all the decorations set up and food. His wife texts us that they were five minutes away and we all gathered to the fence gate where they could they would soon enter. This fence was about seven feet tall, so you sh- couldn't see anything. When they entered, we all yelled surprise, and his face looked like he was about to sneeze, but instead he was having a stroke and ended <gasps> up in the hospital for the evening. Oh, no. What a horrible birthday. <laughs> my friends, family, and co-workers planned a surprise birthday f- party for me at my house. Oh, wait. I already read that one. Okay. My friend was having her art displayed at a local coffee shop. She had no idea and thought she was just meeting a few friends for coffee. There were a ton of us, and we all waited anxiously as she walked in. She walked in saying that her dad ruined everything about two minutes from the shop, texting her, telling her that he wished he could have made it to her art unveiling. Oh, shit. My buddy's girlfriend threw him one at his apartment the the day before his birthday. Everyone got there in places. (laughs) 
I'm going to start that over. It's late. (laughs) My buddy's girlfriend threw him one at his apartment the day before his birthday. Everyone got in their places when we saw him pull up, waited, and waited, then looking out to the parking lot to see why he hadn't come in yet. He was hooking up with some other girl. (gasps) Then it got awkward. What? Oh, my God. Like, right outside their house? What a douchebag. A girl I was dating in high school set up a surprise birthday party for me, but chose not to invite most of my good friends because she didn't like them. (laughs) Well, they caught wind of this party and took me out for some drinks instead (laughs) as their own birthday surprise. This was before cell phones, so she didn't have any way to get in touch with me to make up a reason to get me back to her house. (laughs) Halfway through the night, one of them spills the whole story, and I decide to why... I decided wise to make a rather late appearance. It was very awkward walking into a room of her drunken friends with her crying in the bathroom. Oh, shit. (laughs) Well, you can't not invite the friends. I mean, come on. Yeah. A girlfriend of mine punched her aunt in the face and broke her nose because she jumped out right in front of her when they yelled surprise. (laughs) One hospital trip later, they decided not to throw surprise parties anymore. Yeah, that's probably best. My boyfriend at the time and his female friend planned a surprise party for me while I was at work. I was definitely not surprised and overjoyed that all my friends were at my house with cake and balloons and wine. However, after a while, I noticed I can't can't find my boyfriend or his friend. Mm. Caught him on the porch making out with the girl who helped him set up my surprise party. He forgot I had a security camera pointed at the front door. Oh my god! What a piece of shit. (sighs) Yeah. One of my friend's girlfriends was throwing him a surprise party at his house and invited a bunch of us. An hour or two before, someone posted on her Facebook wall, Hey, what time does the party start again? (laughs) Needless to say, the birthday boy wasn't very surprised, but at least we all had a good time. That's good. We threw a surprise party for a co-worker of mine. When he came home, he was really sick and threw up black barf on his (gasps) cake before passing out. Ew, no! Black barf? I don't know. What, is he possessed? (laughs) (laughs) And his head started to spin around. (laughs) Oh, shit, that's a party. (laughs) My mom was having a surprise party thrown for her 30th birthday. They flew in the whole family. Her parents came, the whole shebang. On the way home from work, she was driving on a mountain road and was hit headfirst by a truck. Oh, fuck. She was driving a VW Beetle. She was helicoptered to the hospital, needed emergency surgery on her back, etc. So when she woke up in the hospital, they were trying to get her phone number to call the family. She couldn't remember it. So a house full of people was waiting for my mom for like two or three hours, and eventually she remembered the number. She was completely bedridden for six months after that accident. Oh, fuck. That wasn't very funny. No, that's the worst birthday ever. (laughs) (laughs) I worked quite hard at planning a surprise party for my best friend in the flat we shared. Her boyfriend was to bring her home at a set time. We were all sitting in the living room with our eye on the front door waiting for her to enter as we had seen his car go by. All part of the plan, except he brought her in the back door. She walks into the living room and all her backs were to her and asked what we were doing. When I asked him why he brought her in the wrong door, he said it was because parking was better on that side. Idiot. (laughs) (laughs) Imagine walking in your back door and you'd be like, 
guys. What are you doing? <laughs> what are y'all doing here? <laughs> God. Parking was better. Oh my God. Heaven forbid. <laughs> oh my God. My friend got back from deployment. It was my job to take him out and keep him away whilst they prepared his house. When we arrived, everyone jumps out. Friends react automatically, punching someone in the face and throwing himself out the door at the same time. <laughs> Two chipped teeth and a sprained wrist. Oh my God. <laughs> My roommate was about to move away for a couple years, and his girlfriend threw him this awesome surprise party, but forgot to tell me. So there I am, walking home from a long day, and a huge group of people in my apartment <laughs> yell surprise when I walk through the door. My roommate was a couple minutes behind me, but they wasted what she called the good surprise on me. <laughs> A buddy of mine set up a surprise party for his fiance. She thought he was off to another state for a week for work. He came back early on her birthday and set up a huge surprise party for her at home. She usually gets home at 6 p.m. from work and it's already 7 p.m. We finally hear her coming. We turn off the lights and she comes home hammered with another dude <gasps> and was going to he was she was going to sleep with. Oh my god. Drama was all over the place. It was a huge chaotic argument, people taking sides. My buddy was really pissed and faked that he was calm and then like a cheetah jumped out of his seat and decked the dude in the face and knocked him out. They ended up breaking up. <gasps> oh my god. That's insane. <laughs> When my son was turning five, he told us he wanted a surprise birthday party. He gave us the entire rundown on how it was going to go, and we followed his instructions to give him exactly what he wanted. He had been out with his grandma, and when he walked in the door, all 40 of us yelled surprise. He just sat down on the floor and cried and refused to even stand up. It took us about 20 minutes to calm him down enough to stop crying. Needless to say, we won't be throwing him any more surprise parties. It was pretty funny, though. <laughs> so was he, like, overwhelmed or scared? He, they scared him. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, poor little guy. He was only five. <laughs> oh. <laughs> my now ex-girlfriend and her mother co-conspired to throw me a surprise party for my 18th birthday in a conference room at a local hotel. I was under the impression that I was going to pick my girlfriend up and we were going to go on a birthday date. I was already a little frustrated because I had made dinner reservations and by the time she gets in the car, we're already late. She tells me this strange story about needing to take her class notes to her friend who was staying at this hotel because her house burned down. <laughs> I didn't remember hearing about anyone's house burning down and I just wanted to make our dinner reservations on time. Frustrations increase. We pull up outside the hotel, and I became more frustrated over the fact that her friend couldn't just meet her outside. When she told me I had to come in with her, I said something along the lines of, Geez, Lauren, or what the hell? This was seven years ago at this point. The details are a little fuzzy. Anyway, we get inside the front doors of the hotel, and the lady at the front desk asks, Are you here for the party? I was really confused, but whatever. <laughs> I just said no. Lauren kind of shushed her. Well, within 30 seconds of walking down the hall, I hear the distinct voice of my friend, Brent, 
from an open door a few feet away. At this point, I realize what's going on, (laughs) grab Lauren and give her a huge kiss, apologizing for being such an idiot, ran inside the room and proceeded to have a really awkward birthday party. (laughs) Two sets of my friends, church friends and crew friends, and then a really bad DJ. But nonetheless, I felt more loved through that party than any other time in my life. Aw, that's sweet. Yeah. I like that. Oh, what really made the party oh. was at some point I picked up my friend John, lost my balance, and we both went through a wall. What? All in all, surprise was ruined. I felt like an idiot and was a typical awkward high school party, but darn, it was fun. Oh, that's good. That's hard too because when you're trying to keep a secret from someone, you and they know. Yeah. You're like, okay, what are you hiding? Yes. And then distrust, and yeah, it's yeah, it's fucked up. We threw a surprise party for my my brother's 30th birthday. We did such a good job planning it that he didn't even have any idea it was for him. My sister's birthday is about 10 days before my brother's, so we told him we were throwing a surprise party for her. Since it was before his birthday, we figured he wouldn't suspect a thing. He didn't. We actually had him in on the planning of his own party, asked him for his thoughts on food, drinks, etc., We had all his best friends, the entire family, minus my sister, oddly enough, over, and he walked through the door. Surprise! Dummies, I'm not... Insert sister's name. (laughs) He looks around and sees all of his friends. It finally registered. He was so grateful for the awesome party, and he had a blast, but his initial reaction made it feel like the biggest failure. (laughs) Well, if I was that sister, I would be pissed. (laughs) To be like, um, what the I thought this was for me. Yeah, what about me? <laughs> <laughs> that was all I had. Okay, well, that was awesome. Thank you guys so much for listening. Rate, review, subscribe, wherever you listen. If you guys want to go on Facebook and give us a review or a recommendation, we would really appreciate it. If you see anyone looking for podcast recommendations or if they don't know what a podcast is, recommend us we would appreciate it so much and send us your stories again anything we don't care what it is uh ghouls night out podcast at gmail.com send them there and we will talk to you next week later bye